Rogers scrambles he's left, winds up, runs the ball. He's got time at the 10 to the 5, yes. to the end zone. Touchdown, and a dagger. Giannis into the lane. Giannis spinning, fading shot. Up, gone for Giannis at the buzzer. Bucks win it. fans, welcome to the Brewers Trilogy Podcast presented by the Wisconsin Sports Trilogy, the podcast for not only them diehard baseball fans, but also for those fans who enjoy cheering for a team that revolves around beer. My name is Tyler, aka T-Plush, your host for the show. I'm a contributor for reviewing the brew for Fansighted and one of the founders of the Wisconsin Sports Trilogy Podcast, where you can find all the work we do on Twitter at Trilogy underscore pod. We tweet a lot about the Bucks, Brewers, and Packers. As always, I'm joined with good buddy Trevor, a.k.a. Sunshine Bender, here to talk some Brewers baseball today, and we are going to dive into the shortstop position, talk about who's currently at the major league level, who's down in the minors, and just kind of evaluate how that position has gone on a year-to-year basis, going all the way back to the years of Robin Yount. So, deep dive at shortstop today, but before we get there, how are you doing today, Trevor? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, had a good Mother's Day with my mom, you know, grilled out with the family and stuff. So that was good. Good to see some family finally. Um, other than that, I can't complain at all. And the only thing I can complain about is there were no pink bats on TV today. And that's <laughs> what we're all missing. So <laughs> I feel like I just watched the Bill Hall Walk off home run loop today, though. So I guess that was kind of exciting. <laughs> Next best thing, right? Yep. <laughs> All right. So let's kind of go into the shortstop position here. The Brewers have had one really good stretch of sustained success throughout their existence at this position, and then it's kind of been kind of been iffy after that. So we're just gonna go through and name the players who have played shortstop the most at any given season. So like, for example, in 2019, we're going to take the shortstop who played the most games there. Obviously other players will have played as well, but we're going to just list the player who played the most there that season and just kind of see if there are any trends and kind of discuss, you know, how important a reliable shortstop is. And if we're ever going to see a span like Robin Yount's again, which Getting us started here is he played shortstop from 74 to 84, 10 years, the longest tenure of a shortstop in the Brewers organization, and it was a great one. Of course, he would go on to switch over into the outfield, but after Yount left the premier shortstop position, it was Ernest Riles for two years after that. In 87 and 88, it was Dale Swaim which obviously the 87 team was pretty memorable, so that's a good way to remember him. Probably also his best career season. I believe then it was in 88 he got injured and was really never the same after that. So 89, Bill Spires took over for the next three years. In the early 90s, 92 and 93, there was Pat Lestache. 94 to 99, a pretty big run here. Jose Valentine spanned over six seasons. That's the second highest in uh, tenure at shortstop. 2000, short-lived one year with Mark Loretta. 
And then it really kind of goes, it rotates a lot more after that, especially the early 2000s. The Brewers were so terrible. <laughs> In 2001, 2002, Jose Hernandez. 2003, Royce Clayton. And then 04, Craig Council played the most. Yeah, then starting in 2005, J.J. Hardy, he had one year where he played the most, um, and then Bill Hall in 2006, and then actually J.J. Hardy again for three years from 2007 to 2009. Following that, we had Alcides Escobar for 2010. 2011 was Uneski Betancourt for a year. 2012, Cesar is Turris? I I don't even honestly I do not remember him at all. That's kind of weird. Um, 2013 to 2015, then Gene Segura. 2016, Jonathan Villar, and now we have Orlando Arcia, um, who has had the most since 2017 at shortstop. Yeah, quite quite a weird list we have on there. Some throwbacks in there for sure, and it you know it's kind of weird. The Brewers, obviously, when they went to the World Series, had Robin Yount, who'd been there for a while, kind of had been the man at shortstop. But then you go to, you know, 2011, Uni B was basically shortstop just for that year. And while he he, he made some defensive plays, he wasn't a sure-handed shortstop. He certainly led the Brewers that year to the NLCS. And then, of course, 2018, Arcia was in his second year at shortstop. And again, not very good offensively, except for in the playoffs. But pretty sure-handed defender so I kind of wanted to get your thoughts Trevor on what your how important do you think having a reliable shortstop is I mean whether that's offensively or defensively you can attest to either one of those and do you think we'll ever see a span like Robin Yount's again where it goes 10 years well first I do think it's a pretty important position um either of those middle infield positions are important um, defensively, especially you need you need those guys to be solid uh, when they have balls coming at them. They need to be consistent defensively. They don't have to be, you know, Gold Glove every year at that position. But you do need a solid defensive player in that position, along with second base. Um, and you'd really like to have solid kind of around the infield, including behind the plates. I feel would be the most important and kind of stick your bad defenders in the outfield. That's just the way I would go about it. Um, But in terms of, are we going to see another span? Maybe I, I don't think it's Orlando Arcia. I don't think he's going to be the guy to do that right now. I I have to think it's Bryce Terang is going to be the next one to be able to give us a extended you know, five to ten, maybe even longer than that uh, span of having consistent good shortstop play. And I do think Bryce Terrain can do that. Outside of that in the organization, I don't know a lot of these other players. I don't think Luis Urias is that type of guy. I don't think he's going to be like that franchise guy. Maybe he's like a J.J. Hardy type where he's here – you know, a year or two, or maybe even three years. And then by that time, hopefully Bryce Terang is more than ready and he can step up for the next 10. But that's kind of, I see Orlando Arcia, you know, the next, this season, if we get a season, and then Uris till we get Bryce Terang up and ready to go in the majors. That's how I see it working out. Hopefully it goes 
goes to that. How far do you think Bryce Terang is out from the majors, Tyler? Uh, he's probably a good three years, I would guess, would be Bar- Bryce Terang out. I mean, he was in low and high A last year and probably slated to start double A this year. Granted, he was just a 28 uh, first-round draft pick, so he was drafted pretty young and obviously needs a little bit of time to develop, but... 2023 is probably a safe bet, and I guess at this point you just kind of have to hope the Brewers don't use him in a trade situation that would take him out of the organization because in the minors he is, yeah, obviously a very bright spot and someone that you obviously appointed to maybe taking over the, a long tenure at shortstop. He certainly, I think, has the best chance out of anyone currently. In terms of, you mentioned, like, Obviously, you want a sure-handed defender at shortstop. I think I think that's a given. And then offensively, I think that's where like the question marks coming. So Orlando Arcia is one of the worst hitters in the league, like by far. Average on-base percentage, and decent power, but he can't get on base. Right? He doesn't have the ability to steal bases. When you look back to like Jonathan VR, at least you know 2016. I think that was the year he stole like what 50 bases or something like that at least he's able to get on and do something when he's on the base paths or you think back to like jj hardy in the mid 2000s he had pop for a shortstop at that time which was nice to go along with the gloves so i think you need like the problem with orlando rc is i think you just need a second skill set to bring to the table and right now he doesn't have that consistently and hasn't shown the ability in his three years to do that if we could get Arcia's glove with that 2018 postseason run at the plate, like if he could be somewhat close to that consistently, I think he could be a player that's consistent. He's not going to be, you know, a Christian Yelich face of the franchise type player, but that's if he could be that consistent at the plate, that is a good player and a valuable player to have at that position because he is pretty good defensively as long as he doesn't make the boot the easy play to make the hard play. <laughs> um, but other than that, I, I do think he could be, but like you said, it's just consistent, consistency at the plate. You need something, and he just doesn't have anything really at the plate. Yeah, playoff Arcia all the time is the dream. That would be, <laughs> that would be awesome, but not very realistic. So when you, you think about who's next in line, if we have a season or not, if the Brewers decide to move on from Arcia, Luis Sirius, I think, does stand to be the next one in line to get a first opportunity or a crack at it. Uh, I think he'll pan out well as a shortstop defensively. I think it is worth noting that he played primarily second base in the minors because coming up with the Padres, he was shifted over there because... Fernando Tatis Jr. is the shortstop or was a shortstop in the minors when they were moving up the ranks together. So, But he does have the ability to play there. It just hasn't been well documented at this point. Um, but offensively, he'll provide or has the potential to provide a lot better spark than what Arcia has. If you take a look at his AAA stats, in 2018, Urias hit 296, had a 398 on base percentage. So he drew, he drew 67 walks that year in AAA. And then 2019, he took a big increase with the power numbers. I mean, it could be due to the juiced baseballs, but his slash line was 315, 398, slugged 600, and had a 998 OPS. So that's good enough for 19 home runs, 19 doubles, 
and only had 36 walks, but that was he only spent about half the season there before he was called up to the majors, where his success has been uh, not very good in the majors anyway. For in 262 career bats, he has a 221 average and a 649 OPS, but the power or the batting is a little bit better, I think, than what Arcia is ever going to be projected to be. And Baseball Savant uses Urias uh, similar batter scores, so next to Dexter Fowler and Tucker Barnhart levels. So those are guys who normally hit anywhere from 230 to 270, hitting the teens for home runs, and nothing outstanding. But I mean, they always, they're in the majors; they put together productive seasons. So, does that change your mind about Urias at all, or not so much? Uh, I still think he's going to be more a, of that kind of in-between between Arcia and Urias. I mean, Arcia, I feel like, might still have a little bit of value on the market if they could find a trade for him, um, even if it's something small for some you know, lower-level prospect that you might have a little bit more faith in than the rest of the MLB or something. I, I think he could definitely be a good alternative to Arcia and kind of wait for your guy and Bryce Terang to move up the ranks. And I do think he'd be a better option because even those numbers that you said in the majors where he wasn't good for his standards, that's like, that's what we see from Orlando Arcia. And we don't see much more than that ever. (laughs) Um, So obviously you'd like to get those numbers up and we'd want to see more, but he does have the potential to produce more as you could tell by those minor league numbers at triple a, if he can deliver at least some of that at the major league level, he would be a more than suitable replacement for Arcia and stopgap till we get Bryce to up and ready to go. And if he is still doing well and still hitting, still defending pretty well, and we could probably move him over to second base and see how that goes. Actually, no, Keston's there. Just kidding. Don't listen to me. I'm stupid. <laughs> Maybe he can play third. He can play third, right? He could, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll put him at third, and then Bryce Terang at shortstop, Keston at second, and then we'll be good to go. We'll have to figure out first base, but then we'll be good to go. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, if Urias is still around in 2023... um, I'm thinking that might mean he figured something out and has some success at the MLB level, unless if he falls into like more of a utility man type of role, playing as you mentioned, kind of anywhere throughout the infields might be might be a niche for him too. Um, but yeah, Bryce, let's move on to Bryce Trang. We've been talking a lot about him because he is the number one prospect in the Brewers organization. Seeing how. The other farm system shortstops, there's not much hype there. I mean, the Brewers just added Ronnie Rodriguez in the last offseason. He's on the 40-man, but he's a super utility man, probably less remarkable than Hernan Perez, so don't expect much out of there. Not much going on in AA. There's Luis Gonzalez, Devin Hairston, CJ Hinjosa. No real potential there. But then it all comes down to Terang, as we've been alluding to a couple times here. And, man, I'm I'm excited for him. A lot of people are, obviously, with good reason. And 
he's been moving up the ranks here fairly quickly. He's not always necessarily batting for a high average throughout the minors so far. I mean, his career in the minors is 263, and that's with 600 at-bats. So that's almost roughly equivalent to an entire major league season if you're playing every day. But I think the really cool part is he drew 83 walks last year, which led the Brewers minor league organization, and then he managed to swipe 30 bases. And it was only caught five times. So pretty good success rate there. And I was kind of talking to earlier about kind of having that niche like that Orlando Arcia doesn't. Well, Terang's got a great batter's eye and can steal bases. So if you can provide subpar or not, maybe a little bit above par defense, like then you're going to stick around for a while, which kind of has me more excited about Terang. Trevor, do you have any other thoughts on Bryce Terang before we move on to another prospect at all? I mean, I, I'm just super excited about him. I don't know a lot in like in terms of what his actual stats and stuff are, but he is a huge prospect. Obviously, he's the biggest one in the organization. So it's just exciting to talk about those players. Um, and, I mean, he has good ratings uh, and scouting tool reports, you know, um, if you look at the prospect rankings for the Brewers and things, he's got good run scores, good hit scores, good fielding scores, and a pretty good arm. His power is, is not the greatest, but as a shortstop middle infielder, you don't expect him to have a ton of pop just based on kind of normal thinking of these types of players. Normally the power comes from your first and third baseman or your outfielders, um, and you don't expect those shortstops to have a lot of pop, but he still has a 40 grade, and that's on a scale of 20 to 80, so kind of right in the middle there. Um, but other than that, he's got some good grades, and I, I'm just really excited to see what he can do, and I can't wait to see him um, in a Brewers uniform, even if it's spring training next year or whatever it happens to be. Agreed. So another guy who might give Terang a little run for his money at the shortstop position is one of the Brewers Venezuelan guys that they signed in, Eduardo Garcia. So he was signed on his 16th birthday out of Venezuela. So he's currently 17, will be 18 this summer. <laughs> so very young. That's, that's a trend in the Brewers organization. But I mean, not much stats on him. He broke his ankle at the start of Dominican Summer League last year, so we didn't get to see a lot of him out there. But they're saying for him that he's got pretty solid hitting mechanics, already knows how to incorporate his lower half into his swing, and is they're thinking he'll develop pop into a 15-plus home run guy eventually with a pretty good and impressive defense, good first step, and a good internal clock. So obviously at that age, it's, it's hard to gauge where they're going to turn out to be and I mean they have his ETA listed at 2023 but in all reality especially if there's no season this year it's probably longer than that 24 25 I mean at that rate he's still going to be 23 years old so he'll still be still be pretty young and lots of room to grow at that point but anything else you have on Eduardo Garcia at all I'll be honest with you I think I remember hearing about the signing, seeing it on Twitter or something, but other than that, I did not know much much about him. 
Yeah, nobody really does about these Venezuelan guys. You just gotta, you gotta hope some of them pan out because the Brewers are signing them frequently, and I think they're in the running for another one here pretty soon as we get closer to draft day. So, yeah, that is the Brewers' deep dive at shortstop position, and there's a few things to be excited about. Maybe a switch in transition coming up soon at the shortstop position in Urias. We'll see. Only time will tell with that. But otherwise, after Urias, it might be a while before we get a top prospect up ready to contribute at the big league club again. But I think that will do it for us here today. Make sure you guys are checking out our other podcasts, the Packers Trilogy podcast. We're cranking away at the draft picks, doing deep dives into them. We're on to day three picks right now. We're breaking that one up into two segments and kind of waiting to do some more Bucks Trilogy podcast stuff as we don't know what's happening with the NBA season. So stay tuned for that. If we ever resume there, we'd all be excited to see the Bucks start playing again. But until next time, we'll talk to you later, Brewer fans. Trust in Stearns.